Welcome everyone. My name is Jim Gerson from the Nuke Medical Report. Today I am uh, speaking with Dr. Bob Thiel. Uh, we're speaking about the biblical analysis about Trump's presidency that are coming to pass. Welcome, Doctor. Thank you for having me. Okay, so now we're, we're looking at um, your article that you, you've published. I'd like to get into a further couple of points that you said you had 12 different points that were talking about the Trump presidency and how they're coming to pass. So it would be interesting in uh, getting into each one as we go along. Yes, what, what got me to, to do this particular part was after the first 100 days of Donald Trump's presidency, the BBC had an article talking about what we've seen, anything is possible in the future, and the author said sometimes it feels like a magic eight ball be, would be just as good as making predictions. Now, I thought that was ridiculous. Now, for people who don't know what a magic eight ball is, it was a toy used for fortune-telling and seeking advice. It was developed in the 1950s, and Mattel made it. And it essentially came from a skit from the Three Stooges in the 1940s, and then somebody whose mother was a clairvoyant came up with this thing. And from a Christian perspective, we obviously don't use a magic eight ball to decide what's going to happen. But when we're dealing with things like the mainstream media, they don't look at biblical prophecy. The apostle... Paul warned people, despise not prophecy, but you've got a generation, especially in modern media, that this thinks prophecy is absurd. They have no idea what could happen with the Donald Trump presidency. On the other hand, based on looking at the Bible, statements from Donald Trump, etc., I had written a variety of things, uh, 12 or so at least, that have started to happen since he, became, since he was elected. And so I thought we could go through those uh, for the audience. Now, that would be fantastic to go through each one and, uh, and to see how it, it ties together with the Bible because there is a part that many people discount, and that is the part where we're talking about the prophecy and how uh, you know, the Word of God and how it comes to be. So uh, I'd be interested in, let's uh, start off with number one. Okay. Well, several times, starting in 2015, I warned that uh, I thought Donald Trump would offend the Europeans. And actually, in 2015, I said, should he actually become president of the United States? His flamboyance and brashness are bound to offend the Europeans, and ultimately that will not turn out well for the United States. And I based that upon a prophecy in Daniel 11, verse 39. And I made some other similar statements in the past. Well, has he done that? Absolutely. Since he's become office, here, here's, a, here's a headline, shadow president or mere shadow. In Europe, Pence, meaning Vice President Mike Pence, seeks to uh, reassure allies unnerved by Trump. Beyond that, once he was elected, the British press actually said the United States no longer deserves to be the leader of the West because how dare they essentially put him in office. So that one started to come to pass, and I believe that's, again, consistent with biblical prophecy. Now, the other thing was that I warned that if he did become elected, that European leaders would want to push more for European unity. Back in February 28, 2016, my son Brian and I put together a video where I warned that Donald Trump's rise would lead the Europeans to want to unite further. And let me just read a, head, a story from uh, the Wall Street Journal. Here's a statement from the 3rd of uh, February 2017. European Union leaders on Friday vowed to remain united and assert the bloc on the world stage in response to U.S. Donald Trump's criticism of the EU. And beyond that, there are more and more things uh, that the Europeans have said. Now, I base this upon 
biblical prophecies such as Daniel 11:39 of uh, uh, Revelation uh, chapter 13 it talks about the rise of a the beast of the sea if you look through the book of Daniel you see the beast rise from the great sea and without going through all the bible here basically the great sea according to the bible is the mediterranean sea so if you look upon the mediterranean sea you see historically a power that controlled that was the old roman empire and essentially we have the same type of thing uh, with the europeans having the northern part now some will say but wait a second they don't have the southern part of uh, the mediterranean but that's also in biblical prophecy and that'll, that'll come to pass as, as well so anyway that's that's the second one the third one let me read this one. This is something I wrote in September of 2016. It says, for years I've warned that more civil unrest is coming to the United States. We've already seen a reemergence of civil unrest already in 2015 and 2016. Now that doesn't mean I agree that the globalists will necessarily trigger it, et cetera, but the media certainly has fanned the flames in the past, and I expect them to do much more such fanning in the future if Donald Trump were to win. Well, that certainly has happened. And I saw, I think it was on CNN and Fox, both of them showed violence in Berkeley, for example, where people were just destroying things because somebody who was a Trump supporter was going to speak or something along that line. And Donald Trump, after seeing the flames fanned against him, called the, the media the enemy of the American people. So this is coming to pass, and that's based upon actually biblical prophecy, the book of Deuteronomy, Chapter 32, verse 25, it says there will be terror within, which means that all your enemies are not just some battle uh, between us and, let's say, North Korea or something, but it could include people within our own borders. And this is a biblical prophecy, and we're seeing that sadly come to pass with some of these protests. So, the so, what, what, I'm, so what, what I'm hearing is, you know, these are more signposts, thing, and you use the word warning, but it's, I guess it's just to say that we are following along with what the Bible is saying, correct? Correct, and it definitely shows that the, the Bible is right on as far as you can trust it because things that it teaches are going to come to pass. And the fourth warning was that Donald Trump's rise would encourage the Europeans to arm. And now... From a U.S. perspective, Donald Trump's position is very logical. Let me explain the position I'm talking about. The United States is in NATO. There are 28 nations in NATO. The United States spends more on its military than the other 27 put together times two. And Donald Trump has pointed out, wait a second, we shouldn't have to disproportionately support all this spending, uh, etc. Well, the problem is when other sides start to spend more, they're going to want to spend more and arm themselves. And since Donald Trump won, we're, we're seeing that. Right after he won, the uh, Germany's uh, defense minister, Ursula von der Leyen, said that this Donald Trump's election victory will speed up plans for a European army. That was one. Then we've got the head of the European Commission president, uh, Jean-Claude Juncker, said we need more security in Europe. And I don't mean just for the anti-terrorism terror fight, talking about security, we need a different way of organizing a European defense. We need it now. The idea that the Americans will eternally see to it, to European security, is not true. Independent of what happened in this election, Americans will not see to Europe's security forever. Now, he said this after Trump won. We have to do it ourselves, and this is why we need a new approach to the European community of defense, including a European army. Well, in the book of 
Daniel chapter 11, it talks about the Europeans getting a great army. Now, I know people say, wait a second, the Europeans, they can't really do much. Well, don't forget World War I, World War II were over in Europe. And the book of Revelation chapter 13 talks about this beast of the sea. He looks like he has a deadly wound, but he rises up. So we're talking about a power that had power, kind of looks like it loses it, then gains it again. And then the Bible warns that people will marvel at this beast power, saying who's like the beast, who's able to make war with him, because nobody thought that Europe could rise up. So that's the fourth one. Now the fifth one is kind of related to the fourth. The day before Donald Trump's election, I wrote a post and I said, if Donald Trump's elected, the Germans will see this as proof that they cannot rely on USA for their defense. Germany will push for a European army. And I said some in Europe actually want Donald Trump to win for that particular purpose. Well, by the 11th of uh, November, German leaders went out and said that they need a European army. This is now time for a terrible awakening in Europe. But beyond that, about six weeks after the election, there was a survey that came out in Germany and said the majority of Germans want a massive European army. Now, Americans don't think anything about this, but this is something coming to pass. And again, I'm basing this upon uh, biblical prophecies. Now, the sixth one is I wrote in a book I wrote called Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse. I wrote that Donald Trump's view of climate change is expected to set up some type of issue between the USA and Europe. Europe will tend to see the USA as an irresponsible polluter of the planet, while Europe will claim to be the protector that the world needs. Well, this happened uh, by uh, February of uh, 2017. They're complaining that they've lost a major uh, ally. They're now calling the United States a rogue nation uh, because of uh, Donald Trump's uh, position on climate change and uh, some of the climate change agreements. So we're starting to see that. Now, so what I'm hearing is a lot of this, what I'm hearing a lot of this is just action, reaction, action, reaction to each one of these things that are coming to pass, correct? That, yeah, that's, that's right. And again, but we knew these types of things are going to happen because biblical prophecy does sell a time where there's going to be a, a conflict between the United States and Europe. Now, interestingly, one of the first radio interviews I did years and years ago on prophecy, there was a man interviewing me. He was a former Baptist, I think, but now he was a Muslim. And he said, ah, oh, there's no prophecies in the Bible about the United States. Name one. And I said, well, okay, how about Daniel 11, verse 39? He said, what does that say? I said, well, it says the time of the end, the European king of the north is going to go against the strongest fortresses and divide the land for gain. He says, oh, so? I said, well, who has the strongest military in the 21st century? <laughs> said, and that's the United States. So mm -hmm. in order for that process, go ahead. No, I, I agree. You know, that is the highest uh, military within the world. So that stands right. to reason. But, you know, no, people are going to look at this and say, oh, couldn't, the strongest power couldn't possibly get destroyed. And... I didn't write the Bible. It was written way before, centuries and centuries before I was born. And so we're taking a look at that and seeing that since biblical prophecies are going to come to pass and something has got to make it so it can happen, I figured, oh, based on some things Donald Trump has said and what I think was going to happen to line up with those prophecies, things, those things were going to come to pass. Now, the next one Donald Trump supporters aren't going to like particularly 
This is number seven in my book, Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse, I wrote, we're living in perilous times, and then I cite 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5. Partially because of this, Donald John Trump was elected to be the 45th president of the United States. He does not seem to value his word. He will make public statements and then not hold himself to them. So that's something that I wrote. Now, there are a couple of headlines about his first 100 days. One of them is that he supposedly broke 80 promises in 100 days. And I don't know how many, if he wrote 80 or 8, but he does have a tendency to make public statements and doesn't seem, in my view at least, to hold himself properly accountable for them. Now, I don't believe that everything the mainstream says Donald Trump has lied about or misled people about is correct. I think there's a bias against him uh, in the mainstream. On the other hand, he does cause some of his own problems by saying things that he doesn't uh, own up to. At least that's my view of it. That was the seventh. In the eighth one, I warned that we will that although Donald Trump inherited a debt-laden nation, his policies, according to his own public pronouncements, are going to lead to increased U.S. debt. And in the Bible, in the book of Habakkuk, chapter two, verses three through eight, it talks about at the appointed time of the end, a creditor is going to have a major problem who keeps loading up debt over and over and over again. And Right now, of course, Donald Trump has not been in office a long time, but according to his vice president, uh, Mike Pence, the uh, uh, tax plan, and I'm not going for or against the tax plan, it looks like it will increase debt. He hasn't obviously been able to stop normal, I shouldn't say normal, but the inherited debt increases that are going through uh, the U.S. federal government. We're looking at having some kind of a debt crisis apparently through September, in September because that's going to keep going up. And while I hope Donald Trump is able to reduce the debt, um, uh, overall I see the debt going up, and this is continuing to happen. Now, the next one is one that people might think is pretty positive. In my book, Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse, I wrote in the future, Donald uh, Trump may attempt to get Israel to accept the type of peace deal that Daniel 9.27 uh, seems to refer to. And he is trying to do this. He met with uh, Palestinian Authority President Mahoub, Mahmoud Abbas in the White House, and he's basically trying to bring in uh, the Arab world uh, into the peace process along with uh, the Middle East countries, I mean like Israel, and, and of course Palestine. And he feels that a regional approach will increase his odds for rebooting the Middle East peace process. Now he may succeed. I haven't, made a, I haven't gone out and said whether Donald Trump is going to succeed. We know some kind of a peace deal is going to come according to the Bible. And the Bible warns that the deal, however, will only be temporary. So he is supportive of the idea, like I said he would be, but it's not there quite yet. Yeah, now, and that's next, interesting because he, he's supposed to go on tour to go to Saudi Arabia, go to uh, um, Jerusalem, and and end up, uh, uh, I think, up in Rome, so hitting all all those different areas. Pretty interesting. Well, that, yeah, well, that actually leads into my next one. <laughs> now, okay. My book. Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse, I wrote, his religious views hint that he's somewhat ecumenical. And the Bible warns about an ecumenical power that's going to rise up in the end times. You can read about it in the second chapter of Zechariah, and you can also read about it in Revelation chapter 17 and chapter 18. And what we've seen is he's talking about visiting Saudi Arabia, Israel, and Rome, and basically uh, the media is saying, look, he's going to try to hit all these 
the seats of these major religions, you know, Islam and uh, uh, Roman Catholicism and, and Judaism on, on this particular trip. And I think he is somewhat ecumenical. And while some people do support the ecumenical agenda, I believe the Bible is opposed to that, and uh, we'll see how that ends up. So he's starting to fulfill that. Now, the 11th one was mainly based on political observation. Even though Jesus' comments about a house uh, being divided about itself, not standing, uh, and some prophecies in Isaiah and Daniel were part of it. Now, when I read this, some people are going to laugh. Well, they could have predicted this one. And I wrote in my book, uh, Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse, there are issues with what Donald Trump says when he speaks. I expect people will call for his impeachment. Now, people say, oh, okay, why would you do that? It doesn't sound that unusual. But what's been unusual is what's happened uh, since I wrote this. Uh, back just uh, not too long ago, on May 6, 2017, Los Angeles City Council passed a resolution calling for an investigation in Congress into whether or not President Donald Trump has committed any impeachable offenses. And I've never heard of a city yeah. <laughs> asking Congress to go in and do this. Furthermore, Politico wrote, uh, reported on May 10, 2017, that the day after Donald Trump fired FBI uh, Director Jim Comey, the House Republican campaign arm released a fundraising appeal worried about calls for impeachment grow, growing louder. And that basically we must protect our president, defend our president, uh, says fellow conservative Democrats want Donald Trump impeached, including the DNC deputy chair. And they basically are requesting funds in order to already put together a fund to help prevent Donald Trump from being impeached or some legal items. And I've never heard of something that quick on any new precedent. Now, I could, I, but as far as I'm concerned, both of these things are unprecedented. And we'll see what happens if he may or not get impeached. Something I saw on May 11th of 2017 said some bookmaker said there's a 60% chance he would get impeached. Uh, in terms of people are taking money on that. I'm, I'm not going to bet, by the way, on this. But the idea that uh, he could possibly be uh, impeached uh, certainly is coming to pass. But again, we don't need a magic eight ball. We can rely on what the Bible says. Now, the next thing I wrote, so this is interesting in that I didn't mention Donald Trump when I wrote this, but back in uh, March of 2008, I wrote that uh, ultimately uh, – the, the, Brit the British people will decide they're more supportive of the Americans and the Canadians than they are of agreements with Europe. And then I wrote that uh, the European Union will decide that Mexico and the rest of Latin America are more agreeing with it and probably make some type of serious uh, agreement with uh, most of Latin America. And we've seen that. The European Union Mexico uh, set two rounds of trade talks the first half of uh, 2017, and news articles that I found said, this is an acceleration negotiations to deepen economic ties in the wake of Donald Trump's inauguration as U.S. president. So they had their first set in uh, April of 2017, and their next set is the end of June of 2017. So we're seeing these things come to pass. Now, why would I have written this? I wrote this because the Bible talks about Europe rising up to become a major trading power. And for them to be a major trading power, especially if they're going to uh, be involved in the end of the United States, they have to have other people they're going to trade with. And uh, all of Latin America is a pretty big block. So basically that's what I've done. 
I haven't relied on the magic eight ball. I've done what Jesus said in Mark 13, 37, which is, he says, what I say to you, I say to all of you, watch. We're getting closer to the time of the Great Tribulation, and I believe this is definitely a time to watch and heed biblical prophecy. So there's my, my dozen so far related to Donald Trump. So each one of these things, uh, as I'm hearing, are signposts towards to say that we are in these end times, that we are to look for these things and just be watchful and mindful of what's going on. Yes, uh, more, more than that, we're getting to the time where things are going to change. In the Bible, uh, in Second Peter 3, I'm not going to read it. Peter warns that in the last time people are going to say, no, nothing's ever going to change. Things are always going to just be like they were. And Peter says, no, don't, don't think that way because that's what they thought about the great flood. Okay, they didn't think anything like that could possibly happen, and finally it did. And so you don't, don't view it that way. But mm -hmm. I would like to close with uh, from my comments with, with a particular scripture, uh, one scripture I want to close with. This is from Luke uh, 21, verse 36. This is what Jesus said regarding these type of things. He said, watch, therefore. And pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. The reason I bring this out, some people look at prophecy because they just want to know, you know, when is Jesus going to come back? When is the great tribulation going to be here? Or, or if they believe in the rapture or, or whatever. But part of the point of prophecy is to show us that what the Bible teaches is coming to pass. And Jesus says when you see this, you need to pray that you're counted worthy. What does that mean? It means you make your own changes. Okay, you know, make sure, don't just think you're okay. When you see things come to pass, you know, take a look at yourself. Anyway, in my book, uh, Donald Trump and America's Apocalypse, I go through, uh, there's probably hundreds of different pro prophecies in that particular book, and uh, many more reasons why, uh, because of uh, the ti his timing and some of his policies, uh, President Donald Trump will be apocalyptic, and to see some of the things that are going to come to pass. But again, so far, at least a dozen things I wrote would happen in case of a, the event of a Donald Trump president, they've already started to come to pass. World events are lining with, aligning with properly understood biblical prophecy. I hear you. I definitely hear you. Now, uh, Bob, to just close up, um, the listeners that are, are uh, tuned in right now, how else can they uh, contact you as far as uh, more of your work or uh, anything along that line? Okay, well, to, to see daily uh, biblical news analysis articles, because we, I put up three every day, uh, on average, at least three. They could go to the www.cogwriter.com website. That's C-O-G-W-R-I-T-E-R.com website. And say for the particular book I mentioned, you could go to Amazon, type my last name, which is spelled T-H-I-E-L, and Donald Trump, and the book will come up. A lot of times people hear my name, they don't know how it's, how it's spelled. But those two places will give them sources for other information. Other books I wrote are also on Amazon. Okay, and I'll put your information in the show notes uh, for today's show. Well, thank you quite so much. Okay, Bob, uh, thank you so much for spending the time and going through each one of those uh, those points to actually fully flesh those out. And as I said to our listeners, uh, to get in touch with you, you know, just look in the show notes and we'll have some more information, uh, as you said, uh, to follow along with Bible prophecy, just to be aware and just to be watchful as things, things uh, are changing. There's no denying that one. Thank you for having me. Okay, thank you so much, Bob.
Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. The Nutramedical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener-supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, F-R-E-D-O-M, slips.com. Thank you.